fucking day. So this is okay. So I didn't want to go to the show, but if that's the case, no, she said no. Oh, what the hell? We spent seventeen hundred dollars on these fucking tickets. Yeah, uh, dude. I'm, the wait, wait. Did you think that I wanted to go with you to Mars Volta? I actually meant I'm gonna go with them to Phoenix. <laughs> Take my kids a nice little family trip. Exactly. It's been 20 some odd fucking years. (laughs) And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Half and Half Podcast. Hey. Hey, boo. Hey. You know what I I think of when I say that? I was watching Friday last night. And isn't that technically where we got that from? When what's her name's running by, she goes, "Hey guys," or whatever. Oh no, she goes, "Hi." Was it "Hey" or "Hi"? I don't know. Fuck, and they're like, remember. "Hey." Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? You still in boxes forward? You building a clubhouse? <laughs> God, I love that movie, and it makes me miss you every time, dude. I can talk about it now because these guys are gone. Uh, two guys got fired at work. Uh huh. Oh wow. Some of them were caught stealing some shit, wow. or that's what they said, right? Anyway. The whole process goes through and interview one of them. And they were like, so why did we see stuff in your trunk? And he's like, oh, no, no, I was just, I was just taking boxes. Like those were just the boxes, right? So he kept talking about the boxes. So now throughout both plants, everyone says, man, the fuck you still in boxes for? (laughs) (laughs) That motherfucker got fired on his day day off. (laughs) That's hilarious, dude. Um, So anyways, this is Paul. This is Adrian. Welcome back. Yeah. What's new? Um, What is new? You know what I'm excited about today? What? Even though I have so much work to do, I did that DNA test. Oh, did you? And uh, so I, I get, um, it's connected to your diet. So I have a meeting today with a dietitian. Yeah. Uh, they're going to tell me pretty much like based on my genetics, what I should and shouldn't be eating. They better tell you not to lay off that dick because then I'm in trouble. No, I think, you know what? Uh, I think I'm in the clear there. Or they're going to tell you to up your dosage? Probably. <laughs> I think I come from a family of meat eaters and I'm going to oh, be told to eat meat. I have the the privilege to say that I've been through all three wards. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, I think quite the opposite. I already had a couple of reports. A lot of it looked like it, it was just hard to read. But uh, um, I mean, I know one of the things it said is that uh, I need to watch out for gluten. But I kind of already knew that. Yeah. You've been kind of watching that for a while, haven't you? Yeah, as much as I can. Yeah. Uh, what's up with you? Nothing, man. You Got called into work again? <laughs> fucking again. You know, it's so funny, though. My wife and I were talking about how you always wear <laughs> your work jacket. Anyways, oh, even yeah. when you're not going to work. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> Why? Dude, all right. So here's the thing. <laughs> I'm a control room operator, uh-huh. and I'm always in the control room. Uh-huh. But because we have so much equipment around... Our air conditioner's on fucking 24-7. I'm the only asshole who packs a jacket, washes a jacket in fucking July. Because I'm fucking freezing in that control room. Right. What I'm getting at is, is it's my comfort blanket now, man. Like, they're just fucking oh, so wow. cozy. Yeah. And like, you know what I mean? That <sighs> and they work fucking, they're FR jackets, right? They're made to be outside. So yeah, yeah. They're fucking warm. I mean, I I get it. But I I know, like, when I had a a regular job, I would try to always distance myself from any sort of uniform or anything. Like, you know, as a teacher, for example, you get those polos that you got to wear. Yeah. Oh man, dude. When I, when I didn't have to wear them, I didn't even want to see them, you know? (laughs) Well, it's, but I get it. If it's a good jacket. Yeah. But I don't wear them 
to restaurants or to family functions. No, oh, I have okay. I have a nice pea coat and like I have nice jackets. It's just you know when I'm here or just. You go to the bathroom in it? Is yeah, it's it like pee right in it. It's got this little baggie that goes right in <laughs> No, I, yeah, I don't wear it to functions or, you know what I mean? Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't go to fucking Ruth's Chris in my, my work I mean, jacket, you know what I'm saying? Because even Daniela was like, I don't think I've ever seen him not wearing it. <laughs> I know. So for our listeners, we actually have a uh, wrong camera today. Wrong camera? We're on camera today. Oh, I thought you said the wrong We're one. Wrong camera today, agent. <laughs> and... um it's not the best angle. We're actually in the control room. And the reason why we're in the control room is because unlike the other podcasters who I work with, we don't have an engineer. I am the engineer, so I have to monitor. It's not the nicest setup. But you know what? You get to see us. And that's all that matters. That's really Well, now every time I talk about the pinkies. Yeah. Everybody can you tell. Get to see. <laughs> Yeah, Hands so, off, those are mine though. So yeah, so today we're just doing one angle, just changing it up a bit. Yeah, seeing what we can do because you've been um, filming our boys, Exiled Inc. Again, shout out to Stevie and David. If you guys have not gone, I think like the past three episodes I've been telling you all, go listen. Two, but three is coming out soon, I think. But yeah. Oh, I'm saying the past three or four of oh, our, our episodes. episodes. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I've been telling everybody to go check them out. Also, well, since I'm here, go check out uh, Whip Shaded and Faded by the cutie Eric Cherub Ward. Yep, and, and Miker. Miker. If you guys like tattooing stories and all that fun stuff, they're the guys for you. Yeah. So what else? That's It's my life, dude. Yeah. You and work. I mean, we've been on the phone a lot at least. Yeah. You know. I always, I always say it, dude. Seven, oh, real, hey man, real quick, what are you doing? Nothing. All right, I need to ask you something real quick. <laughs> Fucking an hour later. <laughs> so we got some cool new stuff on the horizon, mm -hmm. right? We got um, different things we're going to be doing for the podcast, right? Yeah, yeah. We're not going to um, talk about it yet, but... You don't want to, really? Okay, I mean, we don't have to. I wasn't planning oh, on I, it. I don't so. know. No, no, I mean, either way. Yeah, you know, we're gonna, you're going to be hearing more of us. Let's just say that. Yeah. Um, we're, and, and it's not necessarily going to be um, together. Together. That's Paul's doing. Whatever. Used, <laughs> used to it by now. Trust me. Uh, it'll be worth it. Uh, you guys will see what we mean. But uh, yeah, we got some really cool stuff coming up. Um, but we have really great challenge results that we're going to get into later on today yes. that I've been dying to get out because we started this challenge like two episodes back. Yeah. So instead of like being a two-week diving into the challenge, it's been, it was two weeks of diving in. And then like on and off after that, because I was like, okay, I can't continue this for a whole freaking month. <laughs> so, you know, our challenges where we challenge each other to listen to, you know, bands that we aren't really too familiar with. And um, I'm very familiar with Metallica. It's just yes, the first but, but three it, albums. But you weren't right. Exactly. Yeah, which yeah. is why you were tasked with that. And well, dude, you want to just do it? We're no, here. let's, we're going to, we're going to do it at the end. We're going to do it at the end. I'm excited. I want to build to it, Adrian. You, you did a great job. Everyone's going to be like, ah, oh, now I got to wait. <laughs> you know what I, I learned? I learned it on, uh, I think it's Apple Podcasts. You can speed up. I think you probably do it on Spotify too, where you can speed up a podcast. You mean So like up. the person, like it makes people talk fast. So it actually speeds up it like, but it keeps it in the same tone. It doesn't make a high oh, pitch or anything. sound like chipmunks? Yeah. So <laughs> it's really cool because if you just want to hurry up and get the hell through a podcast... Like, that really saves you time. You should not have said that. You need to enjoy. I agree. I agree. But 
some people, I, I, I don't know, for some podcasts that I really want to listen to, that really comes in handy. Don't do that with our podcast, That's people. what I'm saying. You're giving everyone the... <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, actually, whatever. Whatever works. Some people, yeah. you know. But um, So I had a question for you. Yeah. And I, I don't know if we've ever spoken about it. I want to say we have, but I don't. maybe I, I just don't remember. What was your first concert? Your very first concert experience? We haven't spoken about that, and I'm glad you asked. We haven't, right? No. But I'm, I'm not saying on the podcast... Like, have we spoken about it? I don't... I think so. I think I know what yours is. Maybe I don't. I don't know. I asked you So first. mine is is the Scorpions. Oh, fuck. Maybe we haven't. I don't remember that. Yeah, I, I was like... I was young. I was like a, probably like a preteen. Mm-hmm. And uh, so growing up, I was obsessed with the Scorpions. I never really... I've never really spoken about you that. You fucking haven't because <laughs> my brown mind is blown right so now. So here's actually... The Scorpions were my gateway to metal music. Um, I know I talk about Metallica a lot. I talk about yeah. all that. But actually, I had a cousin who was obsessed with the Scorpions. Um, also, his his one of his friends, a guy that we used to... I don't want to get into what we used to do together because it's a sport that I'd rather... <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, they were older than us yeah. and we looked up to them, me and my brother, mm-hmm. and they were obsessed with the scorpions. Like that was like their yeah. obsession. Yeah. And so naturally I was like, what is this? And you know, I got into them. I started listening to them a lot. And so it was from there that I really branched out into other music, but yeah. it was actually the scorpions was technically the first metal band I was ever introduced to and happens to be the first concert I ever went to. Really? Who yeah. took you? Eric. Really? Yeah, we were young, dude. He must have been like 16. So you were like 14? 13, 12, 13, around there. And he was, you know, I know he was barely driving or whatever, and he, we decided to go. And super excited. The days of uh, tickets being like 20 bucks to go see dude, at the Don Haskins right? Center. <laughs> right? I was telling yeah. my kids that the other day. Yeah. And uh, I think the opener was... Uh, I know it's funny because, you know, we had Pepe on our last episode, who's the drummer of King. Yeah. And I always would think about the opener being a band called King, but they, they, they're not called King. I think they're called King's X, I think, or something like that. King's something. Isn't that a bar here? Yeah, there's a bar too. And that's why I get it confused. But it's something like that. It's like King's X, King's... I, I don't know. But isn't anyway. There, isn't there a King Diamond or something like that? Yeah, no, it wasn't King Diamond for sure. Eric would have... Eric loves King Diamond, so he would have been all about that. And at that time, I don't think Scorpions would have been op- um, playing with. Yeah, because they're they're like very metal, right? Yeah, death oh metal? yeah, yeah. No, not death metal, like metal, metal, like eighties metal, like the high notes, like Scorpions, not like that. Oh, uh, a little bit, yeah. Scorpions are good, man. I still will listen to Scorpions, dude. Some- honestly, twenty some odd years, I figured. You like the Scorpions, but as much as you, you're saying you like them, whoa, I have no fucking idea. I, I used to watch this documentary that they put out called uh, From Russia or to, From Russia with Love, or I think that's what it was called. Yeah. It was them performing and behind the scenes and stuff. I love that stuff, man. But yeah, it's weird. I never really spoke. I've never spoken about yeah, that. But yeah, but to this day, when I listen to the Scorpions, like I won't really go out of my way, but when I hear them... I, I get that. 
that flood of nostalgia, that I'm shocked, feeling. I'm shocked your parents let you guys go. My dad was obsessed with the scorpions too. My dad loved the, the scorpions. Because you also have to remember that our local station that I talk smack about, growing up, that was probably the hev- like the heaviest metal that they would actually play on the radio. A fun fact... They're still playing. <laughs> yeah. And that's all they I play. I could turn on the radio right now and they're probably going to... Uh, it's another Scorpion song is just right. around the corner. And then Led Zeppelin right after that. <laughs> yeah. A Metallica song right after that. <laughs> Rinse and repeat. Yeah. yeah. So um, so we used to... my Since it was on the radio, it was okay. Is that, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And my dad did like it, so... Yeah. But yeah. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. Man. That's crazy. I have no fucking idea. <laughs> uh, Klaus Mean is the singer. Rudolf Schenker is the guitar player, who's an amazing <laughs> guitar player. As matter of fact, Eric has, I think, a, I believe, a Rudolf Schenker signature guitar, I right, believe. And it's really? it's a Flying V. I think I'm correct. And, dude, that Flying V sounds amazing. It's like one of the best sounding guitars I've ever heard. Really? Yeah. Are they still around, Scorpion? I believe so, yeah. Really? I believe so, yeah. Oh, now I know what I'm going to get you for your birthday. <laughs> Scorpion t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I'll blend right in and into this town. Yeah, as long as you got some white tennis shoes, you'll be all right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, interesting question. Yeah, that you've never, we've never talked about, and yeah. even one on one. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I was thinking about it the other day, and I was like, "Fuck, I don't, I don't know if I've." I know I haven't asked you on the podcast, but mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't know if I've ever asked him. So who's yours, dude? Man, best best concert of look. It couldn't get much better than mm. your first concert being your all-time favorite band. 1993, Smashing Pumpkins at the Coliseum. Really? Yeah, with Mother Tongue. Huh. That's weird because... Who'd you think it was? You said you thought you knew who it was. I don't know. I guess once I said that, it all just went dark, and I was like, maybe I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I was 13. So, backstory for people who don't... I know, no, people know where we live, but... We live in El Paso, Texas, and it hasn't been into up until like maybe the past 15 years that music started picking up here, right? More artists started coming through El Paso, this, that, and the other. In 93, only fucking metal bands mm-hmm. came through El Paso, mm-hmm. right? I think, you know, um, U2 came in at one point. It was very rare that we got alternative rock like that coming me, through El Paso. Me and who else? What? You said you too, me and <laughs> dad joke of the day. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, those concerts were few, far in between, and never in my wildest dreams did I ever think the Pumpkins would step foot in fucking El Paso. They've been here a couple of times. I know I haven't seen them either. No, they've been here once. Really? Once. Is that the? Oh yeah. Okay. No, I could have sworn there was another time. Well, you're swearing you're wrong because <sighs> I would have been there. Really? No, fuck no. They've only been here once. Mm. And I tell you what, I, I can tell you why they've only been here once. Anyway, I'll I'll build up to that. Yeah, 1993, I found out they were coming. I asked my dad. My mm. dad was not into supporting alternative music or metal music. Alternative or, lifestyles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's, still, he's still having trouble with that one. <laughs> tell him, dad, you just got to embrace it, buddy. At some point, you can't fight it. Um. So I told him, and right off the bat, nope, dad, nope, fuck. I didn't know what to do. I had like days until these tickets were going on sale. And it's like you said, tickets, a Smashing Pumpkin ticket now is probably like 
two, three hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. Back then it was thirty-five dollars. Wow. So that was his first fucking thing. Oh, it's too expensive. What? Oh, you're too young. What? I had to tell him, Dad, it's the pumpkins for me or BG's for you, man. Like, come on. Mm-hmm. And he kept saying, No, dude, straight up, I told Gussie, you're gonna have to fucking pull one. You're gonna have to fucking pull him for the team, buddy. Yeah. I need you to start crying. (laughs) (laughs) So I went to my dad and I'm like, dad, I'm not fucking with you, man. Of course I didn't say that, but I'm like, dad, you don't understand, right? Like real teen girl. I'm like, dad, I would just absolutely die. (laughs) Dude. And I started fucking crying. Yeah. (laughs) Bawling. Like fucking ugly booger cry. Uh Like I'm holding on his fucking cowboy boots and I'm like, dad, please. (laughs) <laughs> and then fucking Gussie comes down Gussie was like what's wrong and I'm like dad said we can't go to the pumpkins and Gussie goes what <laughs> he fucking starts crying <laughs> dude if any should have been if anybody should have been an actor yeah. or a comedian it's that oh, motherfucker Gus. right dude, there dude he would be the best stand up comedian dude he walked in like fucking nothing boom boom what dad said no boom fucking instant tears like it was the best <laughs> now my dad's got both of these fucking kids Crying at his fucking feet. Yeah. And lo- and he gave in. Somehow, some way, we had to... A fr- another friend of ours was going, and her mom was going, and it was like this whole, like, Dad, look, we're tr-, you know, he wanted to know who was going to be there. Right. She had to talk to him. The dad had... Oh, man, it was a big old fucking thing, but he said yes. Wow. And it was the fucking world's greatest concert, dude. Wow. Right at the height, right? Siamese Dream had just came out. It mm-hmm. was that tour. But I can tell you why the Pumpkins haven't come back. I'm almost willing to bet money. Hmm. Again... We're in El Paso. It's fucking hot as shit here. Dead middle of summer. I think it was either June or July. That's what I heard about it. Yeah. At the Coliseum, right? At the Coliseum. Mm -hmm. Packed. Giant Coliseum packed full of fucking sweaty Mexicans, right? The air conditioning goes out. And that's not a racist dig. It's just, that's where we live. Yeah, that's where we live. (laughs) And I can say it because I'm Mexican. (laughs) Exactly. Dude, literally, the fucking, every AC unit in the entire Coliseum fucking went out. Right. That's what I heard. People were passing out. The band, the band that opened up the, up for them was a band called Mother Tongue. Mm-hmm. They were like, dude, they would even take breaks. And the singer started singing, and he's like, "It's so fucking hot in here." They took their shirts off. Wow. The pumpkins came out, and the, the Billy talked about it like fucking ninety times. From from what I understand, they ended the concert early because it was so hot. That's what I heard. Yeah. I, I remember I wanted to go, even though I wasn't a fan of Smashing Pumpkins. But oh, you don't like Awesome. <laughs> at the time at the time i did not and um yeah I, that was i was i remember thinking like i'm really glad i didn't go to that one and it wasn't that bad yeah well, I, mean, I don't know maybe i I'll, mean i think when you're young it's kind of like uh, whatever i was like, like the people high. at woodstock i mean i'm sure it was hot and muddy and disgusting but yeah. it was all fun and games because you know i don't remember it being like fucking but then again I had to, we had to get ticket, ticket, uh, seats, right? Like mm-hmm. I wasn't, my dad said no, no mosh pits or nothing. So we were, we mm-hmm. weren't in that fucking, yeah. you know what I mean? I remember we used to, uh, we would buy the nosebleed tickets to concerts and we would still always manage to go on the floor. And what we used to do is this was back in the day with paper tickets. Mm-hmm. Um, so we would get somebody to buy a ticket on the floor. They would go down and then... They would put the ticket uh, in a compact, a makeup oh, compact, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and whoever would just walk towards the rail, and they would walk over, and security would like, oh, you're just, we're handing, handing them a compact, go around, open it up, 
show the ticket, go to the floor. Smart. Pass it to the next person. Smart. Yeah. I did that one time, but I, I don't remember what concert it was, but we had a bracelet. So somebody would go down, take the bracelet off, send somebody up. Take, mm. You know what I mean? And we're just kind of with gum, stick it right here. And... <laughs> yeah. I don't remember what concert that was. You know what? Uh, when I saw Metallica in Las Cruces, it was during that snowstorm. What year is this? 95. Really? 95, 96, around there. I don't even, oh, that's right. <clears throat> yeah, maybe, I don't 90, maybe 97. That. I don't know. They Corn was opening up. Yes. So at that time, I remember that. I would always make a point to go early to shows in hopes of being able to. We always had press kits as a band. Yeah. And so I had, you know, it was always about trying to meet the band, hopefully give them a press kit, hopefully, you know, something. You were in network. Sw- you were a swim at this time? No, no, that was a uh, Jabberwocky. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think we had like cassettes at the time. We were like, yeah, well, let's go see if we can give out a cassette. And um, so we left very, very early. The snowstorm hit like th- on our way there. They ended up closing down I-10. So for anybody that's not in this area, Las Cruces is in New Mexico. We're in Texas, but we're at the tip of Texas. So Las Cruces is like... Tip. <laughs> <laughs> what? 30, 40 minute drive? I went to college there. It was like... From the far east side of El Paso, it took me about an hour to get yeah, to Las Cruces. It, maybe longer. If you're already on the west side, it's like a 30, 40 minute drive. Yeah. But either way, New Mexico State, which is where I went, they have an uh, arena mm-hmm. Pan Am Center. And that's where Metallica was playing. Yeah. So most people, there's not a lot of people in Las Cruces compared to El Paso. Most people going to that concert was from El Paso. But when I-10 got blocked off, nobody could go. They were stuck. Dude, I do remember that. So how'd you get there? We got there because we went early. So they block, blocked the road after we were already there. Oh, shit. And nobody really? was there, dude. Nobody. Like, this concert should have probably been probably like a good five to 10,000 people, probably to about 10,000. And I think there was only like 1,200 people there. What? Yeah, dude. I, I remember the snowstorm. I remember the concert, but I don't, I, I'd never heard that. Really? Yeah, what was really cool was... It was an experience, but what was really cool... I'm shocked that someone of that caliber did not say, the show's fucking off. I'm not Dude, playing to 1,200 people. Quite the contrary. Dude, they were so fucking cool about it that when they came out on stage, they were like, it doesn't matter if you are not don't have a fucking floor ticket. Everybody come to the fucking floor. So they opened it up to everybody. There was The seats were dead, dude. They put on such a good show, dude. As a matter of fact, even the guys from Corn were like, they're like hanging out like where we were just like watching the show. It was like having a club show in a huge arena, but like it was, it was cool, dude. It turned out afterwards. It kind of sucked. Cause then everybody, it was a huge rush to go get a hotel. Yeah. Uh, Pan Am actually ended up allowing people to sleep there. Did you sleep there? No, no. We were like, fuck that. We drove, we quickly, as soon as the show was over, we left and we actually got a hotel room. Um, so it turned into, it was fun, man. And this dude, like, I remember Eric driving over a, a median. Like, he drove uh-huh. over the, 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 what do you call it? Was this a... The curb? Was this an Old Faithful? The white van? Yeah. <laughs> he drove over the curb because the snow was so high, you couldn't see anything. And we're not, we weren't familiar with, like, yeah. cruises. The you area, know? yeah. So, yeah, it was, turned out to be, like, one of the coolest experiences That's all crazy. around. crazy. Yeah. I, I, you know, again, I remember... The events, right? But yeah. I don't remember. I don't remember hearing that. Literally, they fucking blocked off here to there. Yeah, and only twelve hundred people were there. 
I actually gave uh, Brian Head Welch from Corn. I gave him a Jabberwocky cassette. <laughs> wow. I know, right? <laughs> I remember that. Because he was like right next to me and I was like, oh, hey, man. Where'd you record that demo at? Uh, some dude that we knew was in another band. He had a little, uh, uh, four track recorder Yeah, and he would come to you and, uh, <laughs> traveling, <laughs> traveling producer. Yeah. The good old days. You can't take all this shit now. Dude. And, uh, actually I'm li- I'm wrong. No. Yeah. You can. Now it's easier to be a traveling producer because of laptops and stuff. Laptops yeah. and interfaces and all yeah, that. Yeah. But I would never do it. I mean, <clears throat> I mean, I guess, I mean, if it was a show, maybe like somebody wanted me to record their live show, I would do it. But yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, um, so we, it was actually a decent recording considering for that time. Yeah. Um, but yeah. That's crazy. Dude. You know, it's weird. After thinking about, talking about our first concert experience, after that, my dad eventually just fucking gave up. <clears throat> he gave up on the devil. He gave up on everything. <laughs> uh-huh. And he said, fuck it. This is what these dudes are into. My dad really wanted us to be fucking sporty dudes, right? We did uh-huh. T-ball when we were kids and- T-ball. He bought us boxing gloves, like everything. He really wanted us to be sporty. We're fucking musicians, both (laughs) of us. So at one point, he was like, whatever. Yeah. After the Pumpkin concert, the floodgates opened. Mm. And I don't remember what my second concert was, because it was just fucking... We went to every concert. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So that was the beginning of the end. For him. Yeah. Yeah, Sadly. He still talks about it. I $35... For the smashing pumpkins. <laughs> Had I been around, oh, he would have said, "Mijo's going." Yeah, my Mijo Paul's going. Fine, I'll I'll take you guys. He would have gone with yeah, us exactly. <laughs> um. All right, so we got a few, a couple new segments that we added. Oh, we do, and I really would love to get into those. Which one do you want to do first? Uh, let's do that. Bitch can scram, dude. Okay, so backstory. Paul and I. We're texting like we like we always do, and I don't know, I don't remember what the fuck we were texting, but you texted me that bitch can scream. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> okay, here we go with the prefacing. I I love everybody, uh-huh. right? I love everybody, every color, race, creed, religion, whatever. Right. Binary. I don't even know what y'all call yourselves anymore. I love everybody, but but when you text that. In my mind, I read it as like a very flamboyant gay guy going, ooh, that batch can scram. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so I texted you that and I'm like, dude, all I heard was that bitch can scram. It's because I misspelled scream. <laughs> oh, that's what yeah. it was. Yeah. That, that's what it was. Yeah. And I thought you did an intent. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Now I remember. Yeah. So we came up with a new segment called That Bitch Can Scream. And well, we're actually going to stick to scram. Oh, that, that bitch, bitch can, can scram. scram. So basically, Paul and I, again, we love metal. We love alternative metal, whatever, right? We love screamers. We love guys who can scream. So we want to now. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> so now we want to just um, make it a staple. Make a it regular, staple. or not a staple. Is that, a, is that how you use that? No. Make it, make, we're going to make it a regular segment. Right. It will so, become to showcase our favorite a staple screamers yeah screamers <laughs> yes. right, it's your segment you go so for for me for that batch can scram <laughs> i want to highlight 
a band that I've always been in love with. And I didn't know until I did a little bit of research to get this answer, because mm-hmm. I didn't know his name, really. Uh, I didn't know that he was actually not the first singer of this band. Oh, okay. Until, obviously, I was Googling who, what his name was, his full name. One of my favorite bands, everybody knows it, hands down, since... Since I can remember first hearing them, probably in the early 2000s, one of my favorite bands. And uh, I'm going to go with Corey Brandon of Norma Jean. Oh, yeah. That, yeah, he's the second senior. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. It's because, you know, they used to just, it was like metalcore back then. Yeah. Like, like whatever. <clears throat> yeah, he's fucking phenomenal, man. The, yes. The things he does with his voice going from clean to screaming to a fucking hybrid to a holler, to a fucking yelp. Like, it's it's crazy. That he's, guy's fucking phenomenal. He's one of the few people that now he's starting to sing more. Yeah. But he's got that raspy uh, Yes, grit. that's what I was going to say. Like, I don't... You know you know, how, you know me when it comes to that. I, I kind of get disappointed because he just has such good screams. But, yes, he does a lot of that gritty, raspy. Right. Um, so it has melody. It's not quite a scream but he's still singing. It's really good. And so like that's a, why yeah. I had to bring him in on my our first uh that bitch can scram. That bitch can scram. I love it. Yeah, good choice. I did, I you know I I should have known that's who you were going to say. Yeah. You well, know? there's a lot to choose from. But. Oh, absolutely. Like mine, my bitch can scram. Batch. To, Actually, it's that batch can scram. Oh, is it batch? Yeah. That batch can because we scram. instead of calling each other bitch, we call each other batch. Batch. And I don't even want to go into that story because yeah. people are just going to keep getting mad. <laughs> it's not a bad story. It's just people get mad. People are sensitive these days. Mm-hmm. So my guy, one of my favorite bands of all fucking time, thanks to you mm. or Jason. I mm. think it was you. Fuck Jason. <laughs> <laughs> yes, now finally you got to do it. Fuck Jason. Um, you know, he's not a um, a showy screamer, right? It's not about like, can I go high? Can I go low? Can I do this? Can I do pig squeals? Can I do that? It's just... He just fucking screams, right? Mm-hmm. But he does like this hollering thing, which admittingly, I try to emulate at a little bit when I scream, mm-hmm. right? Takes I, cutthroat. Yeah, I try to make it like, I put voice into it like he does, mm-hmm. right? Anyway, the person I'm talking about is Jeff from Poison the Well. Oh, okay. That guy fucking gives me goosebumps when yeah. he goes fucking off. He has a very, uh, a deep yeah. scream. But he does like that, like, you know what yeah. I mean? It's not like a... And you know what I mean? He's, yeah, definitely really good. And he's another one too that in the later years of Poison the Well started singing more. Yeah. But he sang in a way that I felt was tolerable. Right. And you went, when the album You Come Before You came out, yes, there was far more singing than mm-hmm. in the past. Wait, the album I Came Before Who? No, you don't come before anybody. You're <laughs> like the all in my life. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, although I do. <laughs> come before you do do come first i tell you what (laughs) i tell you what there's no uh yeah there's no um yeah length in our love (laughs) no length it's in and out all right uh so yeah my batch who can scram is uh jeff from poison the well awesome Um, if you have never heard poison the well you live on a fucking rock and you need to go check them out they're they're not around like together anymore. Well, oh, I mean, like no. I've heard they're they're playing shows now. They played shows. I don't yeah. know if they're continuing to, but yeah, they've done a few reunion shows. I think they're going to be on that festival that I know Pepe's going to be on with Strife. Um, 
oh, yeah. Furnace Fest. Yeah, that big I old thing. Think, really? I think I saw them. I know Norma Jean's going to be there. Wow. But yeah, um, so before we get into anything else, is this our last episode before Valentine's Day? Oh, you know what? It is. It really is, huh? Because Valentine's is next week, right? Because mm-hmm. yeah. we're working on that other project next week. And I'm on, but I'm on days. Yeah. We won't work on our on our project till Friday. Valentine's is like on Tuesday, I think, or Wednesday. Well, with that being said, um, I got you a gift. <laughs> Did you really? Yeah. Oh, now I feel like an asshole. So I hate Valentine's Day with a passion, and I love the fact that I have a wife that hates it just as much as I do. Ugh, you're so boring. being that you are the love of my life... You're fucking goddamn right I am. Please tell me it's you in a thong. I felt like... I felt like... So I'm going to record this so people can uh, get a close-up of it. You know, I know that technically I am the perfect man for you. (laughs) Not technically. You are. But, um, you know, I, I think you're the perfect man. And I think that's why somebody <laughs> went and made a a replica, a miniature replica of you. <laughs> so f- f- to my perfect man, I give you a perfect man. It's, it's a chocolate of yourself. <laughs> what the fuck? I have underwear just like this. <laughs> I kind of figured. That's so ugly. <laughs> Thank you. You're I welcome. love it. Look at that. I feel like an asshole. Now I got to find a white one for you. <laughs> white chocolate. That's what I was looking for. I was like, I wonder if they have a white chocolate one. Look at that. So Adrian's pretty uh, brown, his skin. So I am. It's oh, perfect. I, I love that. It's perfect. How do I keep this forever though? I, I had it in the fridge this whole time. So oh, that's what I'm going to do. You know, I was really tempted to lick it, but my, you know. my wife's going to open the, uh, the, the, frid- the freezer and go, what? Do we need to talk? <laughs> I'm going to say, sorry, someone thinks I'm the perfect man. So to give credit where credit is due, we were, me, my daughter, and my wife were shopping. And my wife was like, oh my God, you need to get this for Adrian. <laughs> and uh, and then, of course, my daughter saw it and was like, yes. And I was like, nah. It's like, oh, it's all right. And then I was like, it's, you know, it's a while away, a while away. Yeah. And, uh. They were like, no. And so they they not made me get it, but they encouraged me to get oh, it. So they got me a gift. Yeah. Wow. Thank you, Danny. Thank you, Felix. Well, I mean, of course, once I saw I love it, you both. I was like, <laughs> it is perfect. My whole thing was, how am I going to keep this from melting for yeah. a month? Because I got it like two weeks ago. I love it, man. Thank you. That is the most meaningful, <laughs> meaningful gift anyone's ever given me. You know how I do? So, um, man, always getting phone calls at this time, and it's annoying. Uh, let's get into, we have another segment, another new segment that we are introducing. These always come out of conversation of just like, um, you know, hey, we should totally do this because it's something, it's usually something that we say. Yeah. And we're like, and we, and we, we it's something that, we, it's almost like it's a regular segment in our lives right. that we're like, we need to just make this a regular Oh, it's the one on that, our that show. you came up with. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so, anybody listening, one of our favorite movies ever in the whole world is Dumb and Dumber. Yes. Okay. The first one. The original. The original yeah. Dumb and Dumber. Um, I know we, I think we've spoken about why, but I know it was, it was, yeah, was yeah. it the first movie you and I ever saw together? Or one of the first, I would definitely say. I want to actually, you know what? I think it was. 
Or Scarface. One of the two was, yeah. was our first. But I know, like, we just... You loved the movie just as much as I loved it. Yeah. And it's just... I mean, it's what we quote all the time. So we're going to call this segment, you know what really chaps my ass, though? <laughs> and it, this came out of our grievances episode. Right. We did a, our grievances at the beginning of the year. And we were like, I have regular grievances, things that really chap my ass. Yeah, I don't want to wait for Festivus. Festivals. What's Festiv- it called? Yeah, Festivus. You got Festivus. it right. Festivus. Yeah. Though so Festivus is fun, right? And I think that should be a mainstay in December. And hopefully this coming year we'll we'll get it on the right Right date. on the December 23rd, yeah. Yeah, which we should. We shouldn't have any issue doing that. Right. But that would just be like our, our very long list. This is just like our bullshit, like, you know, it really fucking chaps my ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, go ahead. What is it? What chaps your well, ass? Well, it actually connects to something I almost, I almost said what chaps my ass earlier which is why I was like, I needed, we needed to just get into it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's, it's that. It's what we were talking about. It's when singers switch from screaming to singing. I know, you do hate that. That really chaps my ass. <laughs> I'll send you some phenomenal band that I love, and you're like, nope, nope. It was good until he started screaming, singing. Yeah, it's- or vice versa. Like, somebody can be singing, and they're singing all the way through and then they start, they, oh, do, yeah. they have a chorus or something that they scream and then they go back to the singing. That really chaps my ass. You just I, like one or the other. Full scream yeah. or full singing? Yeah. I mean, there are exceptions. There are exceptions. Let's say, we used to do this in Tragic Landing. Um, it's a great I, band. I, st- I still kind of would cringe at it a bit, but we 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 let it happen a couple of times where... It's the whole song is like singing all the way through, but the end kind of ends on a heavier note. Oh yeah. And it's like, okay, throw in a couple of screams there to kind of end it on this, this point. Yeah. Um, but for the most part, dude, like I, I, yeah, pick one, pick one and stick with it. And I, I, it's just two deftones. Like deftones can get away with it. Why? Because they're the ones that kind of. Careful what you say. (laughs) I feel that the deftones were, kind of at the forefront of oh, that. 100%. And yeah. so I feel like too many bands, including bands that we were in and singers that we've worked with, you know. But at the time we loved it, quit playing. No, I agree. I agree. But that's the, I think that's the problem is that it became so overdone. Yeah, I agree with you. Look, when you first started telling me shit like that, like, oh, I don't like you because you're singing or whatever. Mm-hmm. I used to be like, ugh. But true fucking form, half and half. You started making me think about it. Yeah. Right? Like, I thought about it. I started thinking about it way too much, and I get like, fuck, is he right? But I'm not going to agree with you entirely, but what I don't like this day and age, it's it seems it's it's the same style of singing and the same style of screaming. Right. It's like the guys are starting to sound the same. Right. Singing-wise, mm-hmm. and they go straight into like that that's that style of screaming so let me it sounds the same now. let me explain a little bit more in depth why it bothers me so Please much do. why it really chaps my ass when you think about the idea of screaming the idea of singing and mm. why it was first at least in my opinion why the combination came out of it was because it was it signified emotion right you know whether it be emo or whatever, right? It's yeah. like I'm singing and I'm getting angry now and now I'm going to scream. Yeah. And it became like part of the emotion that a singer could get across in a song and you felt that emotion, right? Right. 
in the beginning, but now everybody, it's, it's now become a formula where yeah. it's like, what do I do on this course? Now it's no longer about like what I'm singing about. I'm really feeling it. And I feel like I've got to No, It's now it's, it's, oh, well, it's a heavy chorus. So I'm going to scream. Yeah. Oh, it's a pretty verse. So I'm going to sing like, and then, oh, at the end, I'm going to do both singing and screaming. Like, it's just, I don't, I hate it. It lost, it lost what its intent really was in the beginning. Yeah. I'll give you that. I, I mean, not in all cases, but I agree with you for the most part. Thank you. You're welcome. So what really chaps your ass, Adrian? It really chaps my ass and it's fucking stupid. <laughs> It's dumb. I feel I feel bad. I thought we were doing random shit. And you no, were- no, we were going to do random shit, but that's the first thing that came to my mind. So it might not be music related next time, but... Yeah. Well, it really chaps my ass, and you're going to be proud about this. <sighs> when someone has the audacity to utter the words, that's too much cheese. <laughs> In what fucking world... Is it too much cheese? Oh, yeah. That doesn't exist. Yeah. Cheese makes everything better. You want more of it mm-hmm. I, I love you i love my wife but she tells me that all the time oh that's too much cheese what what in the ass are you talking about wow because i always tell her give me more cheese put yeah. more cheese on it i want extra cheese how much more cheese do you want uh more you know when most people think of dinner they think of a nice piece of fish <laughs> nice. some vegetables nice piece of cantaloupe <laughs> yeah nice piece of cantaloupe uh I was doing that the other day for Eric and my, and Selena because oh, yeah. we were talking. We were playing poker and we were talking about it. Poker? <laughs> I don't even know her. <laughs> and I was just saying, and I, I I don't even say it correctly, but I just love the. It comes with a nice piece of cantaloupe at the yeah. end. That. It's just, and then so I always have to go back and play that scene on YouTube. Anyways, Simpsons, everybody. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So most people, when they think of dinner, they think of three an entree, whatever. Yeah. Dude, when I think of dinner, I'm like, just give me a block of cheese and let me cut that bitch up into squares. <laughs> it's the mayonnaise. Yeah. <laughs> Especially the Japanese mayonnaise, man. It's the best. I've yet to have it. You told me about it. But uh, yeah, cheese is good. Even though I did go for a long time without eating any cheese because I was vegan. Yeah. But even even though, that's the hardest thing to replicate in vegan foods. It It is. the When I was vegan for the 40 days... Mm-hmm. That's the one thing I really missed. Although I will say, one time I was at work, and my buddy Tony, What's up, he Tony? Uh, he was like, "Hey man, I don't know where or why he thought about it, or if he had me on the mind. I'll ask him today." Um, he was like, "Have you ever tried mushroom caps, like giant mushroom caps, uh-huh. with cheese on it?" And I was like, "No, it's good." So he fucking took off to the store. We're at work. He goes to the store and he, and he buys it for me. Yeah, yeah. But he bought me vegan cheese and these giant uh, fucking mushrooms. Yeah. And we cooked them up at work and put the cheese on it. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't that bad. Yeah. The cheese was not, I mean, I just put it in my mind. Different ty- types of cheeses have different tastes, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I said, all right, this is just another type of cheese that I've never had. Right. When I tell myself that it's, it's part of the cheese family, <laughs> I kind of, I, I got through it. You get, yeah. I mean, they're, they're getting better. There's yeah. a place locally, I can't remember what they're called or otherwise I'd give them a shout out, but where they actually spend months cultivating or creating cheese because they actually introduce like enzymes and bacteria, yeah. like real cheese. Yeah. And it tastes so good, but it's expensive. But, and then I don't see them all the time. But anyways, uh, yeah. Yeah. That's what chaps my ass. Don't ever fucking say it's too much cheese. That is unheard of. 
Yeah, that kind of world do we fucking live in when somebody says that? Yeah. I mean, if you're going to go, go all the way. Yeah. Dude, remember when we worked together at Providian? (laughs) Yeah. So Adrian and I used to work at a, it was a call center credit Mm -hmm. card place. We were like 19 years old. Oh, we were not. Yeah, we were. were. No, because Adeline was born already. We were like 22, 23. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, at this, that was so long ago. That's just a big blur. That was like five years ago. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, um. Remember they used to have that place that would give food that was in the place. Oh yeah, and I would Fuck, go I get myself. I would that. just ask for a cup of cheese. I forgot about that. And I would sit there. Everybody's drinking their coffee, and I would drink cheese. A cup of cheese. <laughs> it's because it, you know, we're we're on the phone, and the cheese would coat my throat. You know, <laughs> you never wanted to meet me in the bathroom. I was going to say you should have just called me, man. I was taking a quick break, so I would sit there and just drink. A little I always bit. remember this one time when you were when we, you and I had different schedules you worked earlier than i did Mm -hmm. and my wife and i only had one car and she worked earlier than i did so she would have to drop me off at work like fucking four hours in advance because i worked that's what it was i worked one to ten no i don't remember i worked i worked later than you did and i would go to you and say hey man give me the keys to your car and i would go sleep in your car for like two hours before my shift oh yeah i remember that yeah 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 (laughs) yeah yeah that was a terrible but fun job at the same time. Dude, all of us worked there. You you and I, Luke, mm-hmm. our, old our old guitar, guitar player, player from Ashling worked mm-hmm. there. Our old singer from Ashling worked there, Miguel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, did he? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I never saw him. Probably was, hard you, to see him yeah, over the cubicle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know if the... I don't, maybe I want to say Miguel started working there after After you. me? Probably, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but no, he was there for a while. Yeah, I mean, it was... Those jobs suck so bad. I always liked going through the trainings. And then once they actually made you work, it was like, this this fucking place is dead anyways. You know what, dude? I will give you that. The job in itself sucks, right? But the people. No. Yeah, the people were fun. I had fun working there. But when you have to grow up and take full responsibility of shit, right? What I What I do is so stressful. I think about... Those old jobs. How you good you had it there. How, how I was like, man, that was fucking easy, dude. Yeah. So easy. Yeah. I know I'm stressing about, f- my job is stressful, right? right. Like, it's crazy. Which, I, which button do I press? Uh, <laughs> like Homer Simpson? Dude, that's exactly what it is when I'm asleep. I'm I know. Like, Fuck, which, what, what Adrian, <laughs> the plant's melting. Get us out of this. Ooh, which one? Yeah, well, I just start fucking running. I told somebody <laughs> that the other day. There's this thing where I work at the power plant. The control room operator, dude... My inside guy, my outside guy, my boss, the mechanics, the electricians, everybody can leave that plant. And it's only me. That plant's going to run with one person, mm-hmm. right? That's how mm-hmm. serious my job is. Right. But um, so there's there's this thing, like if, if something were to happen, there's these safety protocols. You got to go here. Mechanics meet here. Electricians meet here. Blah, blah, right? Do you know that it's written in the book that me as the control room operator... Basically, I have to go down with the ship. I'm not allowed to leave. You're good at going down. I am very good at going down, especially <laughs> on you because you go real quick. It doesn't take long. <laughs> really? How stupid is that? So I told my safety rep the other day, I'm telling you right now, this fucking place is going to burn to the ground because I am out this bitch. I'm the first one gone. Yeah. I'm not dying for you. Yeah. There's no fucking way. Wow. That's how serious it is. I have to die for this company. That's crazy, man. I know. All right. 
You want to get into... Uh, let it riff. Yeah. Yeah. So our other segment, let us know, right? Let us know. Are you guys into these little little things yeah, that we're these doing? Yeah, these are just trials. We're trying to see yeah. if they stick. And if you guys like them, we'll continue. If not, we might still continue yeah. just to humor ourselves. Yeah, exactly. Because I'm, I'm curious. So let it riff is our, our favorite riffs of the day, right? And mine, no surprise, comes from one of my favorite bands, the Deftones. <sighs> Fucking root. That riff is. That that's that oh no that's oh that's engine number nine oh no God. which one's root I love you, Dave. Oh, that is a good one. Yeah, that fucking riff isn't that actually that riff is what got me into the that song is what got me into the Deftones. Right, people were talking about them and. So small backstory, my wife and I have known each other since high school, but we didn't get to get together till afterwards. But um, she swears that, and I'm sure she's right, but she had a Deftones picture in one of her binders. And I was like, who is that? And she was like, it's the Deftones, you asshole. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't know who they were. But when I heard Root, that's when I was like, what the fuck am I listening to? Yeah. You know what I mean? It is a good one. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it is. Mine's a little bit more modern. Ugh. I chose... Um, the band Turnstile, mm-hmm. the song Endless. Oh, it's a very yeah. short, done. it's that riff at the very beginning. Yeah. It's done for a very short amount of time, but I love it. It's just Turnstile right now. Again, still, I've spoken about them a few months back. Yeah. Just love, it's one of the few bands I could just play their latest album from beginning to end and I'm content. I don't ever skip. Dude, their whole catalog no, of course. Yes, yes, absolutely. But what I'm saying is that that last album yeah. just blew me away and it continues to do so. Dude, so I have a small chance of seeing them and it and it's a, it lands solely on what day this fucking concert lands. So my kid's a big Blink-182 fan. Mm-hmm. Um, so as everybody knows, the original lineup is back together. Tom DeLonge is now back in the band. They're on tour so he begged me for tickets. I fucking bought the tickets. Mm. And I'm looking, I said, well, who are they playing with? So on one part of the tour or mixed in dates, I don't even remember the other bands, but they're on tour with fucking Turnstile. Oh, wow. So I'm praying, this concert's in July. Mm. I'm praying the Turnstile portion of that show mm-hmm. lands on that fucking tour. Yeah. Because then I'm going to shit myself. Yeah. Those are, they... I would love to see them live too. Not oh. a lot of few, not a lot of bands out there that I would like. Oh, I want to see them live. They're one for sure. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um. All right. So that's uh. That's a our, let it riff. Let it riff. You want to get into the chat before we get into, um, our challenge results? Yes, absolutely. My favorite part of the of our episode is the chat, and today on the chat. <laughs> Like that? I do. We're fucking practicing. So today on the chat, I bring you a band that's, um, they're heavy, really heavy. Not, you know, and I need to stop, I need to stop saying that. I need to sit down with somebody like, okay, I want to sit down with Pepe. I want to sit down with David and Stevie. And everyone has their own idea of heavy, right? Mm -hmm. Like David and Stevie, again, shout out Exile Link. Everybody go check them out. They love fucking heavy. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, like crazy heavy. Yeah. So when I say heavy, they're probably like this bitch over here think that's thinks that's heavy. You know what I mean? Because we've had that conversation before. Uh, yeah, a breakdown may not be like the heaviest riff, but something about a breakdown that yeah. just makes it heavy. But anyway, 
Well, so they're a heavy band, right? And you're going to love part of this. So they're a band called Graphic Nature. I heard them, I want to say about 20, 2020 is when I first heard them. Um, hold on, I forgot to pull them up. You, you threw me for a loop. Um, yeah, you always forget to pull them down too. But <laughs> I don't. So Graphic Nature? Yeah, so they have... A small EP, or not even small, one, two, three, four, five song EP that just came out called Headstone. Uh, or is that the name of the song? No, that's the name of the, the EP. And then they have singles. They've only had singles. They came. Their first single was dropped in 2019. They had two singles in 2020, two singles in 2021, two, three singles in 2020, four singles in 2022, and then the album. So their top song is Killing Floor? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's a great fucking song. Anyway, I love these guys. They're... Um, they're, and you're gonna get mad. Mm. Not entirely, but there's, they're very there's there's small parts new metal, mm. right? And before of you, course before you roll your eyes, before you fucking start in on me, it's like I don't I don't even know how to describe what part of the new metal mm. that it reminds me of, right? They do they sound a little like Slipknot at times. They have um, those ugly corn notes at times. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know. I, 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 they got, they have a lot of the the chuggy, but I love the 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 screamer, the singer. Fucking screams awesome. <laughs> that bitch can all? scram. I don't remember. Uh, well, I'm curious. Yeah. Anyway, that's my chat for the day. Graphic nature. I fucking love them. They're heavy. Um, new. No, I'm I'm not gonna put them in the new metal category. Okay, good. There's, don't. They're small. Hints here and there. You'll hear it. Okay. I know. I know you'll hear it. Once. See, I can deal with hints. But yeah. yeah. If you yeah, put no. them in the new metal, I'm gonna be like, oh, I don't want to listen to this. No. And again, they they uh, scream. You know what I mean? For the most part, I don't remember if he sings or not. Anyway, I love them. If you're into that uh, that heavy vibe, Slipknot, almost uh, esque, you know, type thing. Graphic nature. I love them. Check them out. So on the last uh, chat, mm-hmm. you had mentioned the band Desmadre. Yeah. I gave them a listen, and again, I really like them Fuck a lot, awesome, dude. Right? So before that was Barrio Slam, who mm-hmm. we talked about, and then Desmadre is very much along that same tip. It's right. hardcore, but I went in, I started watching like their videos. Mm-hmm. Those are like scary dudes man right like like hardcore cholo like the guys we grew up with yeah like in a fucking hardcore band yeah Yeah. and so it uh it really has i can see the appeal it's well musically great it's again it throws in that chicano culture references it's i mean it's like hardcore cholos doing heavy music yeah and they do it right um what else was I going to say? Oh, they... Oh, that's what I was going to say. Also, it was funny, after I was listening to them, I saw that actually Body Slam posted a flyer of a show oh, they're doing, right. and yeah. they're actually doing the show with Desmadre. Yeah, so, you sent it to me. That's pretty fucking cool. Yeah, that'd be an awesome show to go to. Yeah, Desmadre there and Body Slam, those dudes are fucking phenomenal, man. I cannot stop listening to yeah. either of Did them. Did you hear a Bayasa, like I told you? Oh, shit. No, I didn't. I don't even know how to spell that. I sent you another band last night, too. I was like, dude, you'd probably like these guys. Oh, Sweet Pill. And yeah, you know. I heard the song Cut. Yeah, I do like them. Yeah. I had never heard of them before. So They were good, man. You actually beat me. Really? Whatever. I <laughs> I was like, no, he's, that's probably why he's not responding. 
I found a band called Sweet Pill. Yeah. I'm sorry. You don't have a shed. You need to save that for something else. You <laughs> do not have a shed. Get your own. <laughs> and that's why you didn't respond, because you knew you hadn't heard them first. No, we were doing that other thing. Remember? Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> the other day. Um, I, I can say it here. I don't, I don't care. If, if We don't have to go through the whole story. But my son and my wife were kind of getting into it about uh-huh. something. Uh-huh. And she says something to end the conversation. And my kid, I don't know where goes, whatever. And he walked away. <laughs> That's great, dude. I started fucking dying. I oh. said, man, you're going to get me killed. Dude. Do not <laughs> do that again. That's awesome. Anyway, we'll tell that story later. Speaking of your son, I'm going to a show this Friday. Saturday. To my son. It's Saturday? Yeah, the 11th. No. It's. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it is. Hello. Yeah, you're right. Why is my I know I'm fat. Watch my watch keeps telling me to stand up. <laughs> you want to get into our challenge results? Yes, I do. Because I'm fucking dying to listen to other music. <laughs> so, okay, uh, so recap on our last episode. No. The one before. The one before our last. We had uh our we brought our challenges back again more and more. For those who don't know, Paul and I challenge each other to listen to bands that we Normally don't listen to. Right. Right. To either try to torture torture each other or to try to bring each other on to recognize the genius. That's why I said or. Yeah. Torture or. But lately we've been on a tip of. uh, You have been on this tip. I tell you. (laughs) Challenging each other. (laughs) Challenging each other to listen to bands of our past that kind of made us who we are. Right. And so you challenged me to listen to the Bee Gees. Yes. Which. I had never really listened to before. And you challenged me to listen to Metallica, who I'm f- very familiar with. But you weren't Just, familiar with those first albums. It's funny you say that. Well, we'll get into it. Okay. So, real quick. The reason I love the Bee Gees is because of my dad, right? My dad, big disco freak. And he's the one. You know, it's kind of like when you grow up, you like the things your parents like. So, my dad introduced me to the Bee Gees at a very young age. And I fucking love them. Let's go. All right. So a little bit of more context to anybody that hasn't listened to the past episodes. Adrian was challenged to listen to The Beatles. Several episodes back, he hated The Beatles. Like a year back. And then he was challenged to listen to Billy Joel. And when I listened to- I challenged you. I mean, mean, yeah, you challenged me. I always say that. (laughs) You challenged me to listen to the Billy Joel. And my feedback was like, dude, it's the fucking Beatles- Billy Joel is the Beatles and turns out the Beatles was one of his biggest influences. So I'm always throwing in Adrian's face how the Beatles, as much as he doesn't like them, is a huge influence on a lot of artists. And guess what? You're disgusting. Guess what? Dude, when I... Okay, going to the first album, all I heard was the Beatles. My daughter gets in the car and she goes, who's this? What did she say? Uh... Wait, I think I actually wrote it down. What How she dare said. you? I don't want to do this anymore. She said, "Oh, this is what she said." She goes, "What is this? Like an off-brand Beatles?" <laughs> that was her quote. I actually wrote her quote down. And my daughter's a huge Beatles fan. Felix, we're gonna talk. <laughs> you and I, <laughs> dude. They and yeah, it turns out they're largely influenced again, just like Billy Joel. Yeah, but they broke away from it. Okay, okay. they broke away. So now that I got <laughs> that out. <laughs> Dude, I'm going to say something that you're going to probably not agree with. I like his regular voice better than his falsetto. I told you that. Oh, you did? Yes. Oh. Right? I do not. No, I'm just kidding. 
fuck out of here. We gotta make it happen. <laughs> <laughs> nah, dude, his his ama- his voice is amazing. Yes, I like, know. It's really good. Did you listen to the song Massachusetts? Yes. Fucking phenomenal. Yes. Right? Austin, Massachusetts, right? <laughs> yes. Do you mean Austin, Massachusetts? So um I put on here that I, I just loved his voice prior to the falsetto thing. Right. Um I'm just gonna I'm kinda gonna run through it. Um there's a song that gives me that feeling. Oh, songs. I meant to I misspelled it. Some of the songs are very 80s sounding. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, when we get into the 80s, right? And what I love about them is that I'm always looking for those 80s songs that remind you of like when you were a kid watching an 80s movie and there's like this sequence, time-lapse sequence or like the credits roll. And it's just that song. It just makes you feel good because I don't know. There's just, there's certain songs that give you that feeling. A, A good example, a modern day example I get that feeling when I'm watching Napoleon Dynamite. Oh, yeah. And When in Rome comes on yeah. and you just get that feeling. Yeah. That flood of yeah. chemicals, just feel good chemicals, you know? Yeah. They have a lot of songs that just make me feel that way. You Pre-disco day or? No, post. Post-disco day. Yeah. yeah. I really got into their post-disco stuff. Or is this pre? No, I think it's post, which is really weird because I was telling my wife, I was like, isn't it weird that they have all of these great songs, but yet they're not recognized for any of these, probably because the peak of their career technically was back the in the seventies. Yeah. Dude, for a very long time, I'm not going to say, I don't remember. I'm not going to say they discovered the disco sound, right? But they, they put their stamp on it. Oh yeah. And definitely. they were, dude, they were writing songs for tons of fucking artists. Like if you listen to a disco artist, there's a 75% chance the fucking Bee Gees wrote that song. Wow. People were contacting them. Write a song for me. Write a song for me. Yeah. They went Beatles to disco mm-hmm. to like the coolest 80s new wave. Or yeah. I don't even, I didn't, I didn't know. I had no idea. Yeah. And with the 80s stuff, he's not doing the falsetto. Right. So anyways, um, you got to listen to the song. I close my eyes. It's super Beatles all the way. You're disgusting. I'm just, not going to do that. Uh, you need to. I already know the song, BTW. So it sounds just... I, I don't... I don't... You know what? What Beatles are you talking about? Beatles, Beatles, man. Fucking Sgt. Pepper Beatle, Beatles or I Want to Be Elvis Beatles? It's just... I hear the Beatles, man. It's like the Beatles with a slightly different vocal. Give me an era. I don't know. It's just the Beatles. Go call, listen. Call go, Felix right now. <laughs> go listen to Bee Gees early on. I started off with their first album. It's got Beatles. Listen to the song. I close my eyes. You're going to hear the Beatles. Just the same as the first Billy Joel album. How dare you? <laughs> um. So I never knew they had this, you know, 80s sound. And there's this song that I found that, dude, I put that bitch on repeat. Really? Like, I... Are you trying to turn me on? Because it's <laughs> fucking working. No, man. Uh, it's called Fallen Angel. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a fucking great song. Hold on. Anyways, hey, I got a text from my daughter. Oh. Um, Tell her I said we're going to talk later. <laughs> <laughs> so... Fallen Angel, I think that came out in the 80s, right? Like it was an 80s song. Anyways, dude, I love that song. Such a good song. All I imagined was like, I wanted to go to my garage and like start working on like building something 
and then like film myself like doing it because it gave you that feeling like a time lapse sequence of an 80s movie where it's like we're gonna get shit done i got an idea uh, put that song on and finish the fucking guitar <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point um how deep is your love oh, though absolutely is my favorite Dude. song have you know did you were you paying attention to of the music? Course, I dude, always the do. fucking bass and that pause when it goes boom, bum, bum. Oh, dude, that one little fucking doom, almost like off time when it hits that that second note. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Again, that goes back to and what I what I tell you all the time is that you know one of the first things I do is I start listening to the music. I start really focusing in on the bass. And again, another band that I can listen to where I'm like, yeah, I get it. Very bass driven. Yes. Um, even like, especially their disco era. Yeah, oh, very, yeah, very, very bass driven. Which that song, How Deep Is Your Love, is from that era, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> I love that song. Obviously, I had heard it many times before yeah. from movies and stuff. Yeah. Whenever I think of the Bee Gees, though, I always think of that. Remember that old movie, Short Circuit? I <laughs> <laughs> um, can't remember that? what he says. He says something. He does something. And, uh, it's when I hear the part in the song, I think of that movie. But right now, it's it escapes anytime me. Anytime I think about short circuit, I think about the was it Los Locos? Los Locos kick your ass. Los oh Los yeah, Los your face. Los Locos kick your ass into outer, outer space. space. Yeah, shit like that. yeah. So uh, yeah, I mean, ultimately, it, it was interesting to see how they changed. Right, they actually tra- changed. In my opinion, they evolved again. Some bands know how to evolve and change things up. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Turnstile, I feel like that oh, new album is yes. a good example of a band that has evolved. Yeah. But um, I, just hearing that evolution of them and really liking at least something from every phase, right. I, I, re- I enjoyed it, man. I never thought I would say this, but I'm definitely I, like, I'm going to listen to Bee Gees on a regular basis. Wow. Yeah. Wow, now I, I almost feel bad for giving you what I came up with. <laughs> but you did listen to Massachusetts thoroughly, yes, right? Yes, dude, like, yes. That was a good Fucking song. amazing. Yeah, it's yeah. only like two you, and a half minutes. You want to know something? My wife was extremely familiar with a lot of the BG songs. Really? Yeah. She said that growing up, her parents listened to them a lot. Huh. <clears throat> and so she, that song she was very familiar with. Like she knew songs that I was like, what? I've never heard this before. Dude, don't ever leave her. Okay. <laughs> Danny, I love you. Awesome. All right. Good, man. I'm glad. I, I honestly thought you were going to shit on it the whole time. Mm. No. Mm. Mm. <laughs> no. <laughs> you say shit. And I, mm. Yeah, I'm glad. <clears throat> I'm glad. Yeah. You know, again, it's it's more of a... I genuinely love them. I love the music. You know, I, I genuinely love the Bee Gees, but it's more like because of my dad. They make me miss my dad. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I love my dad. He's he's small and adorable. I love your dad. I know. I know. He probably loves you more than he loves me. Yeah, probably. So, awesome. I'm glad. I'm really glad. I'm very, very surprised. Very surprised. Yeah. So now I don't feel bad like if we were ever on a road trip. Dude, I would encourage it. I would be like, put that bitch on. Let's listen, let's listen to all of it. That's how much I liked it, dude. I'm not kidding. I am fucking shocked and I'm very pleased. Awesome. It, it puts you in a good mood. Right? Just feel good, man. Dude, more than a woman? Fucking yeah. phenomenal. If I can That's that's from Short Circuit. More than a woman. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Dude, if I can't have you. When he's cleaning and he's dancing. <laughs> it's 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 crazy. They wrote that song If I Can't Have You. I if I can't have you. Yeah. yeah. They wrote that song. But they recorded their version of it. Mm-hmm. 
But there's another artist back in that that time. Her name is Yvonne Ellerman. She mainly did that song, right? Right. right. Like the the Bee Gees put their version in their catalog, but that was like her single. Mm. And her version of it is fucking incredible, man. Really? I gotta fucking check it out. Incredible. Yeah. I gotta check it out. Awesome, man. I'm we glad. should do an electronic version of a BG song. You need to stop. You really got my nipples hard on that one. <laughs> you need to stop. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Yeah. Who's singing it though? Uh it's no, probably, no. Probably be you. We'll do a version where there's no vocals. It's like we can get the guitar or something to mimic the vocals. Oh man. All instrumental. Now you got the balls going. <laughs> you got everything tingling. <laughs> Awesome, man. I'm glad. All right. So I was challenged to listen to Metallica. Uh-huh. And again... The first few albums. The first few albums. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, Load is my favorite album. <laughs> you love those Loads. <laughs> I love it when Metallica fans get mad about that album. I love Load. What the fuck? It's uh, um, a terrible album. You know Although what? there is a song on there that I like. Dude, the... Wait, dun, is dun, it on that album? Dun, dun, dun. The Hero of the Day song? Oh, yeah. That is a good song. <laughs> I don't know why I like that Dude, song. their first song off... Their first single with short hair. What was it called? Dun, dun, dun. Dun, oh, dun, gosh. I know dun, exactly dun, what you're dun, talking about. I don't know what it's called, but I know what you're so talking about. So take this... Ugh. Dude, that bass line is fucking good. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. Um, so, okay. I was challenged to listen to Metallica, and, and everyone knows my story about Marky Mark and, and the Metallica tape mm-hmm. and all that. If not, go to last episode, or yeah. a couple last episodes. Yeah. So, uh, I, I do like Metallica. I've, you know, my... Th- Thorough introduction was the Black Album. Mm-hmm. Of course, I heard everything prior to that, right? All the singles prior to that. Um, you know, I was a One fan. I liked One. That was a, that was a, as a matter of fact. I think that was probably the first Metallica song I probably Justice ever heard. for All. Yeah, oh, such a great album. Yeah. Well, I'm getting to that. Okay, so the first album, Kill 'Em All. Um, the riff on Four Horsemen, fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, the bass solo on Pulling Teeth, eh? That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's a that's a great out. That's a great fucking bass solo. Um, so what I started noticing is James Hetfield's evolution into fucking singing, mm-hmm. right? Like the first couple albums, he, he shit sounded the same. Mm-hmm. There was nothing where I was like, "Oh man, that's a fucking catchy part." You know what I'm right. saying? Um, you get to so those two, uh, the Four Horsemen and the bass solo on, on Pulling Teeth. Those are my two favorite songs from that that album, Kill 'Em All. And you get to Ride the Lightning, um, Whom the Bell Tolls. I love it. Fade the Black, fucking great song. You know, again, I I never disliked Metallica, right? I've I've always been a fan. But taking the deep dive, I see what you metal kids are talking about. I see the allure of um, Lars Ulrich, right? I see how why he's people's inspiration and hero and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But because I wasn't a part of that era i'm like dude pepe fucking schools Lars lars ulrich you know what i mean like mm-hmm. i know so many but so many better drummers just because of how drumming has evolved since then does that make sense can i make a comment on that absolutely it goes back to my argument with you about the beatles what even if you don't like the beatles you have to give them credit because of the influence they had uh, no, I know. on music. That's what, that's, and so the, Lars is kind of the same shit. You got me on the pain of mind list? Well, is that what you just said? I just said, I see the I allure. I mean, I'm paraphrasing. I see the allure. Oh. I understand why he's everyone's hero. I'm paraphrasing. But because of where I come from, uh-huh. getting into heavy but music it's, it's more than later. just allure. It's, um, matter of fact, I think Pepe was the one that told me this, that 
when you listen to the Black Album and you listen to the drums on the Black Album, he was like, dude, if you listen to it, it's just some of the most creative drumming that didn't exist at the time. At the time. Right. But because I'm not a part of that world and I didn't get into heavier music till later on, right. I, had, I had, to me, there's better drummers. But I'm getting to that. Okay. I understand. He's fucking great. I know that at that time, the double kick thing and all that shit that he would do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I right. see it. You know what I mean? The one thing I will say, being biased, is that these fucking producers... You, you, being bi. <laughs> be, hey, it's better to be bi than by yourself, my man. Um, these producers didn't know how to fucking bump up the bass or what? Was bass not a thing so in metal music? So do you not know the story about Injustice for All? I'm, well, I'm getting there. Oh. But I'm saying, oh, you're asking. It's a rhetorical question. Yeah. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Producers like, hello. Mm-hmm. The quality on the first two albums were fucking wretched to me, man. It was, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> and that side I came. Wow. <laughs> like if that were a kung fu movie, it would have. Yeah. Went... <laughs> <laughs> no, man. Yes. No. Well, let me finish. Okay. Let me, look. Can I finish? Can I finish? Can I finish? All right. On to Master of Puppets. Sanitarium. I've, I've, I've heard that song before. Mm-hmm. I love that song. But I've never heard uh, Leper Messiah. That's oh, a fucking yes. great song. Yes. That's a fucking amazing song. Oh, you just made me want to go back and listen. Dude, yeah. That's a great fucking song. So, you know, both... Uh, all th- oh, one, two... Ride the Lightning. Okay. So those three first albums, yeah, they're good. I like them, right? Like I said, I've, I've heard songs before. So, and I've... I know the history of Metallica for because I you know I've told you guys a million times I love watching documentaries. Mm-hmm. I've seen many a documentary on Metallica, mm-hmm. so I know that Injustice for All was Jason Newstead's um, debut, mm-hmm. right? Right. So now that we're on Injustice for All, of course I've always known one. Mm-hmm. Um, the production on this album fucking went. Whoosh, Right. The drums sound fucking incredible. So that's when I really started to hear it. Mm-hmm. When you can hear those fucking toms. Because you know uh, Lars Ulrich is very tom heavy. Mm-hmm. That's when I'm like, okay, now I really get it because I can hear it. It wasn't just like a muddled, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it fucking sounded phenomenal. Those drums are huge on that album. Mm-hmm. So now I started fucking really getting into that. Um, to Live Is To Die, it's a great song. It's got a fucking great groove. You know what I mean? That's the one thing I noticed about Metallica throughout their their evolution. It was very... But every album, a new song came in that was... Like there was more right. groove into groove. it. Yeah, it wasn't just straight fucking... Yeah, from, it went from thrash to metal yeah. groove. Yeah. So Injustice For All, great fucking album. Quality-wise, too, is just... Whoa, fucking awesome. Um... It's, uh, sorry, I'm just trying to read all my notes here. Yeah, that's all I had for, for that album. But yeah, I started, I, so that then I can hear it, right? I hear the Lars Ulrich thing on that one. Mm-hmm. James Hetfield, too, started doing a little more experimenting vocally on that album, right? Mm-hmm. With one, it was more melodic, more mm-hmm. singing. It wasn't just like that fucking gritty thing I he was doing. I can't remember Dude, I remember I'd be, I'd be watching that fucking video and I hear Noonie's boots coming down the fucking Change hallway. Change the channel. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> father, father. Right. <laughs> well, it wasn't me, dad. It was coming from somewhere else. That, I'm convinced that's what inspired my, because, you know, I, I have two master's degrees in history. I am a history buff. I, I'm, I'm convinced that it was that video that actually inspired my, like, 
love interest in because I teach military history, right? Yeah. Like my interest in military history. Yeah. Would you ever look real quick off topic? Now that you know all this, I've thought about it. I've told myself if I can go back and if I had to change anything, it would for sure take up every opportunity that I had to go to college that mm-hmm. I fucking dropped mm-hmm. to hang out with you was one of them. <laughs> you know, what I mean? right? Um, but I think I would join the military. Hmm. If I can go back and do it. Here's why I wouldn't. Dude, to be a train killing machine. Here's why I wouldn't. At that time, that's when Iraq started. In the, we late, in the late 90s? Yes, dude. 2001 is when the Iraq war started. Oh, you're talking about... Oh, the one, the, the one prior to that was a Gulf... Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. We would have been thrust right into that war. I just want to thrust. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, anyways, I, I really do... A part of me feels like that video is what really? made, made me like really become interested in military history that's interesting yeah right so it's crazy so uh on to the black album and then i'll stop here the black album is fucking great i've always known it right but now hearing or deeply listening to the prior albums i really love that album mm-hmm. there's just there's so much more to it there's just that album has just so much texture i think that was the album that introduced bob rock as their producer for the first time the black album yeah yeah right mm-hmm. that guy brought out a fucking whole nother world out of those guys the production yeah. album is fucking crazy yeah so the black album is my he's favorite he's done other albums with them afterwards too that i was just like what happened well yeah but I, anyways that's yeah besides the point but I, yeah but i think that has to do with metallica the guys. so did you you understand you know the whole story behind the bass on injustice for all no so jason newstead was new in the band yeah the reason that the bass is non-existent on that album is because Metallica made a conscious effort. They were like still like, I guess, depressed about the cliff thing. Mm-hmm. They were just like, fuck that. Turn the bass down. Turn the bass down. Turn the bass all the way the fuck down to where you can't even really hear it. That's why the bass is almost non-existent on that album. But it's non-existent in all the albums. Yes, but that one especially though. If you listen to the ones with Cliff, it cuts through and you can hear not, yeah, what he's it, doing. It does, but not a lot. Right. Like I'm saying, I was just, like I said, that's why I was being biased Come a bass like player. Like For Whom the Bell Tolls? Yeah. What about it? That bass line, that song wouldn't be that song without that bass yeah, line. Yeah, you can hear it, but for the the majority, when he's not soloing or playing those awesome parts, mm-hmm. it's just like, yeah. But no, I mean, and that's, I mean, I guess that's the way metal was is then. Is that the thrash thing? Yeah. Like it, there was yeah. no, it wasn't a, a low end, like, like what, what drew me to heavier music later on in life was the fucking gun gun and when everybody was doing that and you fucking felt it because mm-hmm. you felt all that low end you right know what I mean? right right it's like the one thing that attracted me to corn mm. they're fucking boom, 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 you know what i mean yeah so it was lacking that for me but that's just a personal thing but yeah just kind of piggybacking on what you said like the the production for injustice for all i mean hell like even to this day I'm kind of like, I go back to that album for reference because it was just so good, especially the drums. I'm telling you, going from uh, Master of Puppets straight into that album, I was like, what the fuck just happened? Did like technology take a turn out of nowhere within (laughs) that two years? No, it was still analog. It was just so good. I know, but I'm just saying like how, How, what the fuck happened? Right, right. You know what I mean? But um, overall, yeah, I fucking loved him. I mean, um, like I said, I've always been a Metallica fan, but... Getting that deep dive um, made me have a little more appreciation for the songs, the album that I do love. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Did you listen to Garage Days where they cover, they do nothing but covers, they do Misfit covers? No, you didn't tell me You didn't tell me to listen to that one. Dude, it's part of the early albums. Is it? It's called Garage Days Revisited. They do nothing but covers. And 
they do a couple of Misfits covers, and it's amazing. It's because I was just going in the order that um, Spotify gives you, right? So Spotify went Kill Em All, Remastered, Ride the Lightning, Remastered, Master of Puppets, Remastered, and Justice for All, uh, Live, Shit, Binge, and Purge. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah. I don't even see that. I was obsessed. I had that box, the Metallica box set. Wait, of, what's the name of that album? Uh, Garage Days. Dude, it's not even on here. Oh, wow. They're, they're all like just covers, but it's an, it's a really, really, they're really good covers though. There's a an album called Garage Inc. Mm, no, I don't think that's it. Oh yeah, see, it's not even on here. That's why I didn't hear I'll it. I'll see if I can find it and I'll send it to you. Yeah, please do. Awesome. So are we going to, we have a new challenge then. We do. I'm excited for you for this one just because I feel that Oh wait, before I jump into that. So would you go are you going to go back and listen to Metallica the old albums? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, okay. I I would, I put the songs that I loved mm-hmm. on on a playlist already. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm saying I I've never not liked Metallica. You know what I mean? Right, right. What I was trying to get out of this challenge more so was I don't want to say the big deal mm-hmm. of Metallica, right? I I know why they're such a big deal and why they're still such a prominent force these days. Right. I just wanted to hear like what what the hoopla was. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Yeah. Cuz because I've I I knew the divide from fans. I knew that a lot of Metallica fans were not really keen on the Black album cuz it was more radio friendly and you know, you got fucking uh, nothing else matters and it's softer, right? right? So Yeah. So based on that, do you see the hoopla? Oh, absolutely. You get it? Yeah. Yeah, like I said, I mean, I always went in, to me, everyone has always spoke of Lars Ulrich, right? Mm-hmm. Metallica is Lars Ulrich. Mm-hmm. And and Kirk Hammett, right? Because no, of his, his, James. But his soloing. James, no? but James and, and Lars write all the music. No, 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 I know. But I'm talking about the, the technicality of Well, you also Kirk have to Hammett. understand is that majority of those albums, those early albums, were Dave Mustaine. The first two albums. First three. Even, I think, I th- I believe some of it oh. carried over. I think Injustice for All was the first album that it was really all... Really? Yeah. I thought it was just the first two. No, man. Son of a bitch. Yeah. Now I'm going to go back. Yeah. I think- oh, that's what I wanted to talk about real quick, because you brought up Dave Mustaine. Dude, did you know Dimebag Daryl tried out for Megadeth? Yes. And he, yeah. Yeah. And I they said yes. And he said, if I can't take my brother, yep. I'm not going. Yeah. He turned it down because he said, quote, the Abbott brothers are a package deal. Yeah. Yeah, dude. What the fuck? That's 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 how you know he's when, a legend. When was that? I believe it was in the 80s, man. So Pantera was already a thing. Pantera started, I think their first album was like 89, which nobody really, I don't, I never even really listened to that album. Because that was their, their butt rock album, right? Yeah. Like they were yeah. very glam rock or mm-hmm. whatever you call it. Right. Like the yeah. White tennis shoe metal. Yeah. So it was before that, I believe. Really? Around that same era, or maybe around that same time, yeah. Yeah, I saw that and I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, when I read that, I was pretty shocked. But yeah. again, that's that's those are those are moves that only legends make. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. Okay, on, but, to, uh, the, on to the next the challenge. New, so you want me to go first? Yeah. I'm excited to challenge you because this is one of my favorite bands of all time. Oh, God, here we go. All time, all time, all time. And I know you're familiar with them, and I know you know some of the songs, but I don't think that you've ever dove deep into their music. You know what's so weird? What? The band that I have for you, it's exactly what I was going to tell you. Really? Yeah. <laughs> okay, go. I want, but Adrian. 
Oh my God, don't call me I'm by gonna, my name. I'm going to pull the brother card here. Oh, you're an asshole. <laughs> I need you to listen from the beginning to the end. I always do that. Even no, when but you tell I mean me not like to. intent yeah, yeah. listening. Hey. I want you with the guy, pencil and a pad. Guy, I broke down albums. You didn't break down albums. I intently well, listen. Well, well, what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> of course I intently listen, man. And I don't know, maybe, maybe, maybe you do know more about this band than I think. But I don't think you do. I don't think, I just don't think you've dove into them the way I have and still continue to do. I've seen this band twice, if you can call them a band. That's four Sorry, times. Twice. <laughs> twice. <laughs> and um, I just love them. They are in my top five favorite artists of all time. Fantagram. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Of course, yeah. You're. I mean, you're right. I do love them. Right. I do listen to them on Spotify, mm-hmm. but it's a shuffle. Right. Like I play it's their just, and I, it's just their popular. Well, they have a lot of popular no, no, no. songs. I, but I press play on their profile, mm-hmm. but it shuffles everything. Okay. I've never sat down and gone album one, album two, album three, dude. Okay. Here's cool. here's what I love about them. Every album, including the most recent albums, mm-hmm. is just amazing from beginning to yeah. end oh they're a phenomenal band i don't think there's a single song that they've ever done that i can say i don't like i, I agree with you so every song that i've heard yeah yeah they're they're definitely fucking incredible yeah so, so i just yes, I, I want I, you to dive deep yeah oh, real always, deep i always go deep buddy <laughs> so on that same note i know you like this band because we've spoke about them i know you are very familiar with them but I don't think you've done a deep fucking dive. Mm. And I I don't I don't know if you got me into I don't remember. Mm. But for the longest time they were in another band and I hated this fucking band. I hated this band because of a, f- a friend of ours made me hate this band. And then I even texted you like 7 years ago I'm at work and I'm like, dude, I'm an asshole. Why have I not fucking why did I waste all those years not loving this band, mm-hmm. which drove me to their second band? So the band I have for you, and I know you're gonna say, "Dude, I listen to them," but I won't. <laughs> dead on, right? Dude, dude, what are you talking about? <laughs> uh, the band I have for you is the Mars Volta. Oh, okay. Actually, beginning to end, I've never done a deep dive on. That's them. what I'm saying. Yeah, I know you listen to them. Right, but I know you have not gone album one all the way down to to even their new album. They came out with an album this year, so you know they're performing here soon. Yes, you want to know what sucks about that? What? So last year I went to go see the Chili Peppers in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. We had a great time. My wife is very short, right? Anyway, she wanted to do over, so she wants to go see the Chili Peppers in Phoenix in May. Okay, they're both. On the same date. Oh, really? Yeah. And I even told my wife today, she got mad at me. I said, I'm not a do-over type guy. Like, I'm cool seeing a band once, even mm-hmm, though they're mm-hmm. my all-time favorite band. Right. So, can I just stay home and go see the Mars Volta while you guys go to Phoenix and see the Chili Peppers? Because mm-hmm. this is the exact same fucking day. So, this is... Okay, so I didn't want to go to the show. But if that's the case... No, she said no. Oh, what the hell? We spent $1,700 on these fucking tickets. Yeah. Uh, dude, I'm, the wait, shooting... wait, did you think that I wanted to go with you to Mars Volta? I actually meant I'm going to go with them to Phoenix. 
<laughs> taking my kids a nice little family trip. Exactly. Hey, it's been twenty some odd fucking years. <laughs> I mean, your son's your son's old. Oh man. Um, um. So what pissed me off about that is same scenario with Blink One Eighty Two and Turnstile. Mars Volta are doing some shows with the Chili Peppers. Oh. It just turns out that it's not that fucking weekend in Phoenix. Oh wow, Sucks, that would have been man. pretty cool. But look what happened. Yeah, they're they're not playing with the Peppers in Phoenix. They're playing in El Paso. They'll that probably sucks, be playing dude. with jalapeno peppers. <laughs> Maybe some habaneros. Dad joke number two. <laughs> yeah. So okay. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna give you Mars Volta. Okay. Yeah. I'll I'll, I'll that'll be interesting for me. So I had a friend. Paul and I were in a band with this guy who should who shall remain nameless. Um, when I joined the band, when I started playing with him, he would always tell me, "Fuck, I have to drive in, man." Blah blah. Turns out. He and Cedric, because um, at the drive-in was still here. They weren't right huge. So yet. at the drive-in is from El Paso. Yes, where I'm we're sorry. from. I'm sorry. Yes, at the, for those of you who don't know, who live under a rock, at the drive-in is from El Paso. Mm-hmm. So he and Cedric had this fucking beef. Why are you scissoring? Oh, sorry. You know that, Cedric, you know what scissoring is. Right? Yes, I do. Sorry, I know. Okay. Like, I know yeah, like I prefer the. Yeah. <laughs> he and Cedric had this beef. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so. My friend doesn't like him. I'm not going to like him. Fuck it. So I didn't like at the driving for the longest time. Really? And like seven years ago, I'm at work and a fucking song came on. I'm on YouTube. And I was like, fuck, that's a good song. I'm going to try one more. I listened to their entire catalog and I texted you like at midnight. Dude, what the fuck? Mm. And, and even you were like, dude, what? You really? And I'm like, yeah. So that drove me to Mars Volta. And dude, fucking phenomenal. Really? Mars Volta, hands down, has to be one of my favorite bands. Wow. So, yeah. I yeah. mean, like I said, I've I've heard a few songs. Yeah. But I've never sat there and really given it much. I, I know the drummer's amazing. Oh. Or the original I don't know if he's even I don't think he's in the band anymore, but I know like the original there's there was a drummer there. I remember seeing a video of him playing and I was just like Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I know Flea's done bass on some other stuff. Yeah. Um I know they're very political, very serious. They do some stuff. They call attention to, um, like, here across the border on what is the, yeah. the women, the missing women. Oh, I, yeah, but that was that was on... Um, their first album, no? No, it was a, a, at the driving album. Songs oh, called, it was? The song's called Something something Dipper. So I don't remember. I, but I yeah. could have sworn that it continued on into Mars Volta. Oh, maybe it did. I, I don't, don't know. know. I, I, but then again, I don't, like li- I said... His lyrics are so abstract and obscure in Mars Volta. I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but yeah, check it out. You, so, so you, I got Phanogram, you have Mars Volta. Yeah. I think for the first time since we started our challenges, neither one of us are like, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Um, no, I think that'll be good. I, I really want to listen intently and yes. deeply. And, yes. Oh, dude. You know? Yeah. But, um, all I right. I think, uh, Unless there's anything else. No, man. I think we hit all of our points. Um, great episode. Always, always. Always a great episode because, you know, I get to look into your your beautiful eyes and... You ripped that off already, you bastard. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's... Um, hopefully, we don't know if this is going to... This is probably going to get better. I mean, I'll thing. probably do... Later on, we'll probably do three angles. It's just... It's a lot of setup, people. It is. Um even just this, I mean, I have things going, I have things pretty seamless now, but still adding video, which our first episode, we tried doing video. It just, we had issues, remember, with yeah. one of the cameras and I was just like, I don't want to deal with this. Um, but I think we're going to, 
Start Every doing- once in a while, I'll do video. Yeah. yeah. At least, at the very least. Yeah. Now I have to fucking comb my hair. and mm-hmm. I don't ever have to decide what I'm going to wear because I wear black t-shirts all the time. So True. I mean, there are times that you get naked in here, but... Oh, I think I'll still do that. Though. Yeah, I think so too. I'll just keep, just keep my boots on. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, thank you everybody for listening. Um, again, keep your eyes and ears out for more things. We've got some uh, other stuff cooking up that we're looking forward to. Um, again, always, uh, we love feedback, talk to us, ask us questions, do what you need to do. So yeah, you'll get links and all of our stuff. If you need to reach us, if you want to reach Paul, go to the links. If you want to reach me, ask Paul and then he'll ask me. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Bye everybody. Thank you. Bye. Not sure if you all know this, but Adrian and I both have YouTube channels. My YouTube channel, if you can please subscribe, is Nevermore Records. Adrian's is Plastic Realm Toys. You can also follow us on Instagram at HNH underscore podcast and find us on Facebook. We even have a private group. Just send a request and we'll let you in. Follow our recording studio on Instagram at nevermore underscore records underscore EPTX and our guitar company on Instagram at nevermore underscore guitars.